Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, I've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy's back. What's up, Pasta Pals? I'm back. Hello. Uh, Riggin. And I'm pissed. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not actually. He's got some takes. How, how are you guys? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm pretty good. I think both me and Joe were on... Uh, like company drinking days yesterday. Oh, yeah. I've had a company God, drinking dang, week. that sounds great. Company drinking week? Whoa. Yeah. It was like a... An FNL drinking week? We had like a tech week at work where it was like, everybody in engineering and IT is going to like come into the office and we'll like do fun stuff. Nice. Get no work done. And get no work done. That's Woo! always great. For some reason, I just picture like, like it's a reality tv show and then like at the end someone gets voted off yeah. it was like a party yeah. the whole time but like also lots of drama yeah. and, and then now like, that you're in the office uh <laughs> please step into my office uh, we have something to talk about about your future here it's the trick to get people into the office so they can fire you yeah. face to face oh, you man. show up at the office and there's only like five of you there it's like oh, i thought everyone was coming it's like nope just you guys. <laughs> um, we don't need to go too deep into it because obviously we got some exciting show to watch today. Yeah. But I have one question for you, Joe. Yeah. You texted us the group oh, yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm on a party bus. Mm-hmm. And then you gave us a party bus update, which is <laughs> there's no beer. <laughs> and the driver just told me his mom died this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that God. really set off the party. Like we're going on a, you know, booze cruise on Lake Minnetonka. Um like you do. Yeah, and there was, you know, going to be bus transportation from work to Lake Minnetonka, which is not a long ride. So like I thought it was just going to be like it's like yeah, 15 minutes max. Yeah, just a school bus ride, but like no, yeah. they like rented a party bus that like, you know, it's, you know, like painted black and sparkly party bus with like stripper poles on the Some inside. Poles, yeah. yeah. Definitely <laughs> would assume there would have been drinks then. Yeah. Based on right. that. But the <laughs> But yeah, there was there was no no beer, like no one brought anything to like drink on the bus. And then yeah, the bus driver is just like, Hey guys, sorry I was late, which he was like two minutes late. Like no one no one noticed anything. He's like, Sorry <laughs> I was late, like I like flew back like this morning from like California, like my mom just passed away and we're just like, Whoa, <laughs> wow and then he's like uh so yeah anyways um we have a bluetooth speaker here if anyone wants to set up music <laughs> he's like we need a dj <laughs> who wants the ox cord yeah. who immediately put played let the bodies hit the floor yeah. oh god <laughs> even worse um they they put on uh accidentally in love by counting crows <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's just like blasting in my ear while i'm thinking about how like <laughs> this man is working on the day just that ruined that song for you. Yeah. just ruined another forever. example of our really great uh job system hell yeah capitalism baby tech week <laughs> <laughs> tech week God, uh, it sounds like a rick and morty episode <laughs> right. just really bleak yeah <laughs> poor guy uh, good times <laughs> Well, yeah, this one's for you, bus John. driver. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even get his name. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> <His> <laughs> mom's name was Cheryl. I don't know. You're just coming. Okay, Joe. What Speaking is up names? <laughs> Joe, what is first and last? Let's get into this. Uh, party week. Um, we we take a TV show. Uh, we watch the first episode and then the finale. We watch nothing in between. 
a lot of times it's shows we've not seen any of so we're just like making up the nonsense of what we saw in between um we try to make predictions for the finale that's kind of fun people like that um but sometimes we pick shows that we've seen all of or at least most some, of us or some people have some, seen all some people of. have seen all of um, not often though and in rare occasions we get to watch the finale like as it comes out in real time in real time what well we done semi that for it's yeah it came out a couple days ago <laughs> yeah yeah in time of recording um, it came out a couple days ago. but has everybody uh brooklyn 99 we did that for yeah mm-hmm. has everybody not been spoiled yes i I'm stayed i stayed pure my love I is scrolled pure. right by the uh, the Bob Odenkirk was on the late show mm. with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel's like on vacations. So Who's had all these guest hosts? Have you seen this? I know I that's a like thing. Rob that, yeah. McElhenney was one. Oh, cool. Um, it was a little awkward. He's just he's just. Oh, it was a little awkward. <laughs> and then uh, Al Franken was the one interviewing oh. Bob Odenkirk, and I did watch a sketch they did about uh a like trump like hearing but uh, but i didn't watch any <laughs> the interview <laughs> just in case you know they'd be hilarious if they just spoiled the show like on national like tv <laughs> like oh and this is what happens by the way yeah i'm sure they didn't say like too much about the show but, mm-hmm. but you got to talk about it that's why he's there right yeah, yeah. well i mean obviously listeners uh you know, read the title. I'm assuming of the podcast, and we're just saying Bob Odenkirk over. But we're mm. we're doing better. Call Saul. It's happening. Yeah, Saul, good man. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal, right? Um, I guess if anyone somehow is not in the know, Better Call Saul is the sequel, sort of spinoff, mm-hmm. basically of Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Uh, it originally aired February eighth, twenty fifteen, and its last episode was just a few days ago, as time of recording. August 15th, 2022 was its finale. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Jimmy. What do you, I guess Jimmy, what do you know about this show? Because we Basically watched, nothing. we watched breaking bad and you've never seen breaking bad either. Really? Right. I never finished breaking bad. So, oh. um, and he's not in it right away. No. So I don't even know if I've seen an episode with Bob and Cook <laughs> in it. So I'm just imagining, like silly, like Mr. Show, Bob Odenkirk, or like Arrested Development, Bob Odenkirk, but like in a super depressing show. What was he in um, Arrested Development? Uh, I mean, he's like a bit, I feel like he, it's, he's like the same guy in every, uh, in like every show he has like a one-off appearance in. He's mm, just okay. kind of, just kind of dry, awkward guy. <laughs> You know, I can see that because he's in um, he's in I mean, he I feel like he's been in an episode of like every TV show. Mm-hmm. If you got if uh, listeners hear uh, ice jingly, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah I feel like I've been jingling a lot. <laughs> it's already. really jingly. We're just jingling. We're just going to lay it out because we're, we're, we're drinking. Uh, what is it called, Joe? It's a rusty nail. So we're drinking a lawyer drink. Yeah. In honor of Saul. Yeah. Drinking a glass full of rusty nails, and that's the jingling that you're hearing. <laughs> yeah, the actual nails. <laughs> Spoiler for the pilot, he uh, he makes a rusty nail in it. Mm, I was going to guess that. I did think about, um, like, I mentioned this, but I feel like it got tossed down of, like, what if I watched the finale <laughs> and not the pilot 
and I could have just done a last and first and just guessed based on the finale <laughs> what the pilot was about. I mean, that would have been interesting, I suppose, but it would have been. I didn't do that. Okay. Um, mostly out of just laziness. Fair enough. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you've never seen any bit of this show at at all. I've I've seen the like cold open with um, what's her name? Rhea Seahorn. Berna. Ber, um, Carol Burnett. <laughs> Carol Burnett. Oh yeah, because I just I wanted because to watch that Joe opening. Show played it for us. A oh yeah, yeah. Ago, <laughs> so that was recent. But there's, you could. I mean, I could draw nothing from that interaction. It's yeah. just no. Carol Burnett yeah. and. Well, because I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that you hadn't finished um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I mean, I've first the finale. He, wa- he watched. That's true. Right? And last of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I finished it. That's how you watch TV. Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, essentially, what you need excellent. to know about him going into Better Call he's Saul is he's their lawyer. Sure. And he's and they better call him. He's you know at that shitty TV like Better Call Saul if you're the laws on you or something. You yeah. Know? The like yeah. Jesse describes him as like you get him when you need more than a criminal lawyer you need a criminal lawyer nice um, a lawyer who's also a criminal yeah so he's just the slipperiest of lawyers nice mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. and so this is it kind of goes back and forth and just lay this little part out I suppose is the show kind of goes back and forth. It's um, what Saul is doing like after Breaking Bad, but then also what he, like his like past before he oh, becomes flashbacks before he's like the lawyer better call Saul. Okay. Or Saul Goodman. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've watched shows like this, but I'm not, um, I'm drawing a blank. So is it, is it like 50, 50, um, you know, I think it depends on what season you're watching. <laughs> you know what I just thought of trying to think of what shows like that it was uh Green Arrow. Mm. Yeah, it's like Green Arrow, so you'll love it. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> nice. like a WB nice. superhero Green. show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Joe I mean, right away, you've you've seen obviously all of Breaking Bad and all of Better Call Saul up until yeah. right now. And El Camino. And El yeah, Oh, got, I forgot about gotta that. Gotta see El Camino. Yeah. It's the uh, um, Netflix movie uh, that's essentially a sequel to Breaking Bad. Yeah. But is it just um Paul? Is that his name? Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean it's basically like basically. his like finish. You yeah, know, it's his epilogue. His epilogue. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. Finish sounded that's like cool. he died. <laughs> <laughs> just his or maybe he did. Maybe he did. Spoiler. Who knows? Well, I, I get what you're saying because the finale of Breaking Bad is yeah is the <laughs> finish. I actually watched the finale of Breaking Bad last night just to nice get in the zone. <laughs> nice. Good call. Good call, Saul. Good, Good call, Saul. But so what I was going to ask is I, mm-hmm. I, I get the impression from you, Joe, that Better Call Saul is fast becoming or has already now become your fa- a show you like more than Breaking Bad. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Um, I mean, the interest that I was just looking up these stats, but there was for Breaking Bad, there was 62 episodes over five seasons, five years. And for Better Call Saul, it's been 63 episodes over six seasons, yep. seven years. So the spinoff has like taken up yeah. more space, like episode wise, than 
the original, which is kind of crazy to think about. That's wild. Um, but yeah, I could, there's probably people who will still, um, you know, uh, vouch for breaking bad and say that it's the better show. Um, and there's something to it that it's, you know, it was the original and this is, you know, the spinoff or the sequel or whatever. And, you know, any spinoff or sequel owes something to the original, but, Mm-hmm. Um, when I just think about like the the show as I enjoyed it, I very much have rewatched more of Better Call Saul than I've rewatched Breaking Bad, um, and it's just it's a lot of the same crew um, who okay. have been working on Better Call Saul, and it just feels like they have a better feel for how they want to make shows and have just gotten better at their craft. Yeah, you mean better mm-hmm. crew like Vince Gilligan and the mm-hmm. production crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is like some of the same characters, obviously, mm-hmm. but sure but yeah the the writing and production is uh it seems like they've really honed in on like the type of show that they want to make now nice i think i'm 50 50 currently um without watching this finale i think i'll make a decision after the finale but i think breaking back currently is still my favorite of these two shows which and that's one of the things is you know we'll see when we get to the finale but like it seems like they did breaking bad they you know announced better call saul before Breaking Bad was done. And then they did that El Camino movie, which is kind of out of nowhere. Um, and because Better Call Saul like plays in the past and present relative to Breaking Bad, like it kind of feels like this finale for Better Call Saul is just like the finale of the entire like Breaking Bad saga. I think Vince Gilligan said that he has no plans and doesn't want to do anything else. And mm-hmm. like the you know the the bbcu the breaking yeah. bad cinematic universe <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so even though this is the spinoff it feels like and, and i wouldn't be surprised if in the finale they pull a lot more breaking bad characters out and plot points that they just treat this as like the total full finale right but this is the first episode that yeah. we're getting into so jimmy do you get any thoughts based on y- even what you remember i guess from the breaking bad finale it doesn't really mm. apply too much to this i, <laughs> I suppose say, I, I mean your limited knowledge how that might i mean but here's what i assume is that aaron paul i i i want him to be in this like pilot i feel like i feel like mm. you need as many characters as you can to get it to, to get, get that this, crossover to get it going Mm-hmm. It's usually how it works. Yeah. And he's racing in on something and, and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, he's trying to call Saul. I can't get a hold of Saul. Saul's busy with some other probably crazy, insane shit he's gotten himself into. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And yeah. then they, and then they connect. And then uh, it's, I mean, since you've seen the end of Breaking Bad, I, mm-hmm. I guess it's worth like, just like recalling that, that like it ends with, um, everybody fucking died, um, except for Jesse who escaped and Jesse, yeah. Saul. I guess we didn't even see Saul, but Saul is elsewhere. And like he Walt, definitely was like trying to be on the lamb near the mm-hmm. end, right? Like at the end of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. he was trying to get out of Dodge. Yeah, was he using the same guy, the vacuum guy? Yeah, the yeah. vacuum guy in mm-hmm. the end of Breaking Bad too. Yeah. So like how, um, Walt use the vacuum guy to like get a new identity and move somewhere else for mm-hmm. like that for last two or three episodes or mm-hmm. whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like Saul was in Saul communique yeah. with that person as well. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to get out. Cause I mean, obviously he's the lawyer of right. the biggest meth manufacturer mm-hmm. in like United States history. So, yeah. So I'll, I just bring that up to say that like everything's gone to shit. So if Saul is still out there, then like people are looking for him. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's, he's running. Mm-hmm. Sounds, yep. sounds super fun. I can't wait. Yeah. Should we just uh, go? Let's hit it. I don't know how many times I've seen this um, this pilot, but it's a lot of times. I oh. feel like especially <laughs> this opening, I've seen it. Wow, I think I've seen this pilot once. <laughs> I I feel like I feel like uh, I'm excited because I feel like it's gonna it's got to be huge and yeah, I don't know. It's gonna hit. <laughs> Let's go. I remember it being good. <laughs> Let's find out. Uh, the first episode is called Uno. It was written and directed by Vince Gilligan, so that's already you know probably a good and mm-hmm. P- Peter Gould or is it or Gold? I think it's pronounced Gould. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they both wrote it, but it was directed by Vince Gilligan. Mm-hmm. It originally aired February eighth, twenty fifteen. Six point eight eight million viewers in the U.S., which in twenty fifteen is pretty big number for yeah. a live TV show. True. So. All right, we're going to get to that, and we will uh, be back once it's over. And we're back. We're done with the first episode of Better Call Saul. It was called Uno. You got a write-up, Jimmy? Yeah, mostly. Um, I have too much of a write-up, so I'm going to try to abbreviate a little bit, summarize. Um we have an opening, which is, I s- assume, a part of this show from the now two openings that I've seen, mm-hmm. uh, and in which um, Saul, and this is in like real time, post Breaking Bad, is working at a Cinnabon. So I'm guessing he's not, he's pretending to be somebody else at this point. Yeah, he's in hiding. Um, and then he goes back to his like apartment and watches an old VHS tape of his old like television ads mm-hmm. and then credits opening credits roll. Um, so then we go, we flash back, which the entire rest of the episode is in a flashback where he is Jimmy McGill. Did we know that was his name? Um, at one point in breaking bad, he references that like, Oh yeah, my real name is McGill. Oh like, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Jimmy McGill and he's a struggling attorney and he's representing these teenagers who cut the head off a corpse and banged it. Yep. Uh, and he's pissed cause he only gets paid 700 bucks for doing it. And he's clearly very poor. Um, then he meets with this couple who are being, or who are like in danger of being uh, investigated for embezzlement. It mm-hmm. seemed like, the husband's a treasurer of something. He's like the county yeah. treasurer. Yeah. He did it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, s- later on when they were trying to do the, the con of, with the skateboarders, they were trying yeah. to do that, get that couple. Right, right. They had a huge boat. Okay, and they're okay, like, well, we didn't steal any money. There. Yeah. Get there. So he meets with this couple. He's trying to convince them to use him as his lawyer. And they're like, you know, wife's not even sure they need a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they are hesitant and they leave. He drives away and he's like calling someone to order 
this couple flowers and then he hits presumably hits a, a skateboarder and then this two skateboarding like twin brothers try to con him uh out of like some some money for hitting him and he spots it pretty quickly that this is they're scamming him um and calls him out and they run away uh then he keeps going to his like office which is underneath a beauty salon Mm-hmm. which is pretty fun um he finds this big check and you're like whoa what's going on and he tears it up so um yeah and then he heads to this office the check is from h what is it hamill yeah something, hamlin something. hamlin mcgill yeah and uh he storms in there into this firm with his the torn up check and is like oh, this is ridiculous i want a lot more money Mm-hmm. For Chuck, his brother Chuck, yeah, his brother Chuck. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. I was like, what is the relation? Is he his dad? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's an age difference. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, he he wants a lot more money to buy out Chuck from the firm. Yeah, They're like giving him little chunks of money. Yeah, Charles McGill is a. F- a former partner at HHM Hamlin Hammond McGill. Um, and it's there. They've hinted at that. He, uh, about a year ago stopped working there. Yeah. Stopped coming into the office. And And so now like sick. Yeah. He's presumably sick. Yeah. Seems a little, maybe mentally sick. I assume. Yeah. I assume the next thing you're going to get into is that, but it's, yeah. Jimmy is upset because he wants them to just buy out Chuck instead of just like sending him, like payments as if Chuck still works there. Right. Um, very interesting. Cause in his current predicament, you think that, you know, he's fighting over like $3, like parking, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like payment. Like why is he not cashing this check immediately? Yeah. For thousands um, of dollars, thousands of dollars. I'd be ecstatic if I got that <laughs> envelope in the mail. But so then he goes and sees his brother and he's like putting his like electronics in the mailbox and Mm -hmm. he's walking in and there's like no working lights or electricity at all. It's nighttime and it's just in the darkness with some like gas lanterns. Yeah. And he's replaced the fridge they're using is just a cooler and he's got a trash bag full of ice Mm -hmm. and some groceries. So his brother thinks he's something to do with electricity yeah it's essentially like a electricity allergy Uh uh-huh which is you know you you don't sound convinced jimmy (laughs) yeah Uh Uh (laughs) right right that that old that'll get you man um weird okay that whole thing was weird because i wasn't quite sure what their relationship was Mm -hmm. um and like it wasn't even i didn't even catch that jimmy's last name was mcgill until they like brought up the matchbook thing, mm-hmm. which I assume then that the couple, Oh, I, I think I skipped over that part that he sees the couple, the, the embezzlement couple from earlier at the firm. And then he's pissed. Yeah. And he's kicking trash. I think cans. it's intentionally slow played like that because you're watching this show, knowing this character as Saul Goodman. Right. And then in the scene with the Kettleman's, he says, no, no, call me Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, when they say like Mr. Whatever, and he says, no, call me Jimmy. And then, yeah, later you see the matchbook that says James M. McGill. Yeah. And I think that's the first time you see his full name. Got it. 
Cool. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what else? Then, um, like the next day, Jimmy tracks down the skateboarders who try to con him and mm-hmm. gets them involved in this in this con to do that same thing to the couple, to yeah. the to the woman. Did we talk about the skateboard con? Yeah. We okay. did their initial one where they tried to con him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they tried to con him, and he spotted it right away. Um, and they skate off. He finds them at the skate park. Sk- surprise, of surprise. <laughs> Classic. Um, and he, like, sh- he like teaches them how this is all going to go down. He's the master. Mm-hmm. And then it goes awry when when they do it perfectly. Well, the scam but the car speeds off. The scam yeah. is that they're going to target that use that same scam, but target Betsy Kettleman, who um, Jimmy was trying to get um, the Kettlemans to let him represent them, but they thought that he was a, you know, he's the type of lawyer that like guilty people hire. Yeah, um, and he's like starving for clients he, right now. So. He comes off exactly the way he is in that, <laughs> yeah. in that meeting. <laughs> Um, so his his scam is like they run this thing where it's a you know an accident but like maybe the driver thinks that there's some fault and he's gonna come in as like a knight in shining shining armor to be like oh i'll help mediate this and like oh after he solves the situation with the skateboarders like hey maybe i can like settle your embezzlement thing too right yeah pretty good scheme pretty good scheme it's not what happens yeah at all (laughs) Um, which I love. I love that about this show. I feel like <laughs> nothing's ever tied up and mm-hmm. in, in, in a, in a, in a bow. Um, the car speeds off. You don't see Betsy or, or who's driving the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, the skateboards somehow they back to the future it and hang on to the back of a pickup and follow this car mm-hmm. all the way to where it stops at this house. Um, not the Kettleman's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they're on the phone with Jimmy, uh, while they're like Back to the Futuring, mm-hmm. um, and kind of giving him some directions, and then he finds the car, and then gets pulled into it. he he someone comes to the door with a gun, puts him at gunpoint, and then it's someone from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. It's Tuco. Yeah. Not the Kettleman's. <laughs> yeah. Tuco, Tuco Salamanca, who was like just one of the like cartel toughs in the early seasons of Breaking Bad. So, so Jimmy is just running into random Breaking Bad characters in this <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, left That's and right. Because <laughs> he, because the parking attendant that wanted his $3 was uh, someone too, you said. Yeah. That's Mike. Mike Erman Trout. Mike Erman Trout, who's nice. a just like a fixer for the cartel and gets stuff done. I feel like he's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He was um he's he guy. was in community oh, for like later oh, seasons, yeah. right? He's the custodian. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Alright. Well, that's the last the that's the last thing. He gets pulled in by the by this baddie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that they Very use, fun. like, Mike and they use, like, Tuco because, A, number one, they probably can afford them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number number two, it's, like, it just doesn't put in a precedent of being, like, you're not going to get 
Brian Cranston in this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, he, it's a little not... bit of separation, but it's still the same universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron Paul's uh, making a weird show about a cult right now. That's still happening? Uh, no, I think that show's over now. But Stay he, tuned next week. He was doing <laughs> it. I watched most of that show over the course of like five years because mm. it was just okay. That's a like a Hulu original, isn't it? I think so. Uh, what'd you think, Jimmy? I loved it. Um, I after one episode, I I understand how you could. I mean, just for me, like watching Breaking Bad was like a mental. Some took some like mental gymnastics of mm-hmm. like I need to, I need to get in a space and a headspace to prepare myself for this. This show, like, the stakes are very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's still stakes, but it's not as heavy. Yeah. It um, is weird that Saul got lung cancer right away. Though, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Spoiler. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and Bob Odenkirk's funny, which, you yeah. know, Brian Cranston's is pretty silly, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brian Cranston so can that. be hilarious. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you seen all of Malcolm in the Middle? Because I uh, have. No, I haven't, I haven't um, seen all of it. But, yeah. But I do agree. They kind of have a similar... They're funny in a similar way. Hmm. They're not, like, cracking jokes, but they're, like, really funny. Yeah. Situationally. There, I mean, there were some good jokes cracked, like... The one I remember is when the the kids are scamming him, um, and they they're trying to count him out at like five hundred bucks. Like five hundred bucks makes this problem go away. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, "You picked me to scam for five hundred bucks." Like and he's like pointing <laughs> his car. And he's like, "There's no way that this car is worth five hundred bucks unless there's a three hundred dollar hooker inside." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is good. And I I heard that joke and I went. How are you going to get that $300? She's charging it. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not <laughs> worth $300. Did she already get paid and she just has that in her pocket? It would just raise the value because there's a valuable thing in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hooker. Yeah. <laughs> $300 hooker. Yeah, it's better than a it's better than a $20 hooker. God. So I've been, so I've been told. I would not know. So I so I've been told. You get what you pay for. Uh, what else? Joe, did yeah. you like this episode? I mean, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it is very different um, from how... Not immediately. Not I'm not saying episode two. It's immediately different. But like the vibe and tone of this show almost feels a little bit more like Breaking Bad than mm. I feel like... Like in this episode? Yeah, in this episode. Okay. Interesting. It feels like a lighter Breaking Bad episode than it does the rest of Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, I think some of that is like just mm. the Vince Gilligan-ness of this, where I know he's been involved with Better Call Saul, but like this episode specifically was like written and directed by Vince, right? Yep. Mm. Um, there, there's just like a little bit of... A little more X-Files-y. Mm. <laughs> There's like some, there's a little, little bit of like ickiness or like your phone is like, yeah, it's buzzing? your phone. You're buzzing like mad. Oh no. <laughs> there's a little bit of like icky edginess that like Vince introduces. Um, like I, I, like it wasn't a dark episode by any means. It was very light and a lot of jokes, but like the whole thing with the kids that he's 
uh defending in like the first part like uh like did some weird stuff with a corpse and like potentially like put their dick in the corpse yeah like that's like a weird gross detail that like you get less of throughout breaking bad okay could have ended with just the cutting off the head of the corpse. Yeah, so you yeah, really right. Need to go as far like as like this went. very sad, dark stuff that happens, but kind of less gross, I guess. Hmm. Um, less dicks. No, less dicks. Yeah. Not interested. I um, mean, yeah, there's some there's some crazy stuff that happens in the show. For at sure. the same time, I, I f- like going back to watch this so close to the end of the show. Like, I'm seeing so many of like the seeds that were planted early. And just how you're supposed to, like, how you're supposed to think of these characters in the first episode is so different. Maybe not so different, but, like, a lot of it is very different to how the characters end up. Like, the way that you see Chuck, his brother, um, and, like, you kind of feel bad for him because he's, like, sick and, like, he's clearly not well. Mm-hmm. By the time the show is done, you're like, yeah, fucking fuck Chuck. <laughs> and then... Conversely, I'll, I'll, I'll second fuck Chuck. Yeah, if we, we <clears throat> and then conversely, like Howard Hamlin is this like fucking douchebag lawyer, and oh, you yeah. think he's like Let's totally dance, against Harold. Yeah, that he's totally against Jimmy and like trying to like scheme against him. And like watching this first episode, I'm like, man, it kind of seems like Howard was just trying to do right by like by Chuck and by even by Jimmy to just like smooth things over. I mean, I'll be honest. In a way, I kind of feel like Chuck has always kind of been the good guy, mm-hmm. sort of. Like, he's always tried to kind of do a good thing, but, like, Jimmy's just so insufferable towards him that mm-hmm. it's, like, impossible. Sure. I, I assume most, you know, all these people, they know who this guy is, and they just roll their eyes at him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. just kind of a thorn in the side. Yeah. I mean, I think they do one really good thing, which is persistent throughout the whole show, you could see it in Breaking Bad. Can I basically go back a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had said, um, you had said that you think Chuck is a good guy, and mm-hmm. but that Jimmy's insufferable. Is that what you meant, or were you meaning to talk about Howard? Howard. Howard. Howard's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Howard isn't necessarily a bad guy, but no. because you're watching this show through Jimmy, mm-hmm. he's the enemy, right? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I must have said that. I said the wrong. I, I don't like Chuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We went from fuck Chuck to Chuck's the good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I messed <laughs> up. Fast. Yeah, I don't like Chuck. Chuck's awful. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I mean, I don't necessarily like like Howard either. Yeah, per yeah. se. But like, there's no part of me that if I'm like thinking about it clearly, I'm like, oh, Howard's not like a bad person mm-hmm. by any means. He, he's usually trying to do right. Yeah, which like in watching this first episode, because you're only seeing Jimmy's side of it you're just like oh this chuck this this chuck this check <laughs> that howard is giving for twenty six thousand. he's just using this to like pay shove it in my or, face and pay yeah. me off yeah yeah but and then with that because you only see in in jimmy's you start seeing it eventually a little bit broader but you also even in this episode you see like just like jimmy obviously has like just just i don't know like the largest amount of chips on his shoulder mm-hmm. like he's just like always like trying to dig up but he's always digging himself down mm-hmm. and doing just mm-hmm. insane stuff and whatnot and i mean just like the way saul goodman is even in breaking bad you're mm-hmm. like 
the fuck is up with you dude yeah like, you yeah. know it's a completely different guy it's uh so but he's always there's always just this like uh um like com in maybe inferiority complex in a way yeah or something like that mm-hmm. whatever to just about jimmy mcgill now saul goodman later mm-hmm. where i mean a lot of this show sometimes you just feel bad for jimmy yeah but then you're like but you just did all of yeah, this you yourself did all this. yeah he's definitely guilty here and in that way, it's the same as Breaking Bad mm-hmm. or as Walter White. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. I mean, that's really where the parallels are right there. It's like maybe some of the things they're doing are like in in the vein of being uh, in the vein of altruism in a way, mm-hmm. but in the most skewed like what? No. Like, yeah. Talk to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to the, like, in, like, this is not the right way to do any of this. Yeah. In the end, Walt says you know i did it for me i did it for myself yeah like he comes to terms with it Mm -hmm. yeah there was some i think this is on a different podcast but someone had made the comparison between walter and saul jimmy that like walter in like his hubris wanted people to like fear him Hmm. whereas well, he couldn't get like genuine respect, so he yes, was, he settled yes, for fear. That's exactly it. Is he wanted respect, but he couldn't get that, so he got fear, or mm-hmm. so he settled for fear. But Jimmy also wants respect, but when he doesn't get that, he he just wants people to love him. Yeah, he wants mm. like he wants to be the good time guy and people who the guy who solves your problems, even if that's a lie, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if he caused the problem to solve, <laughs> he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Classic. It's good. I think this show, I mean, obviously most people going into the show saw Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that just under big, just big Mr. 75% of the people watching the show either have seen Breaking Bad or sitting on the couch next to someone who has seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they can be like, let me tell right. you. It's what you see. Jimmy's there right now, you know, yeah. <laughs> sitting next to people. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, And so obviously there's a lot of knowledge going into this and whatnot, but I think it stays very true mm-hmm. to like technically it's source material i think it does a really good job of expanding a, even a little bit in this first episode on the character of saul goodman mm-hmm. and adds a lot of new interesting characters while giving us teensy little like like not crazy important mm-hmm. but like mid-level characters yeah i think another thing i was struck by in watching this uh, pilot again was i think jimmy saul is in every scene oh is he i think so yeah i'd say it was very centric mm-hmm. i mean on one character if he's not if he's not in a scene it's like when the skateboarders get hit by the car yeah <laughs> and, but yeah. he's like on the phone yeah yeah he's and part in, of that still. he's part of it so yeah. he's just not he's not in that location but mm-hmm. he's in the scene yeah right yeah he's they had mm-hmm. Saul in every scene, which was which maybe was like that for like the beginning of Breaking Bad with Walter. Mm. Um, sure, but yeah, it just as the show as Better Call Saul went on, um, it was definitely more of an ensemble, and there's multiple things going on. A lot of it not involving Jimmy at all. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, my predictions are very Saul heavy based on this yeah. pilot. Mm-hmm. That's probably safe based on um, how many characters aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a good point. 
from what we know, from what I know about Breaking Bad, you know, people die. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> happens. Both Every day. The, both of the quote unquote returning characters with Mike and Tuco, they're both dead. They're dead in Breaking Bad. I and I assume <laughs> you know. Oh, in Breaking Bad. They yeah, they die. die in Breaking Bad. I assume Chuck is dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to ruin well, anything. Yeah. It's like anyone was, listening to this podcast better know that we're spoiling it. Yeah, so right. And I just mean like he was already like not doing great, and this went on for how many seasons? Six, six, six. Yeah. Six, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do well. No, I'll save it. I'll save it till uh, we do predictions. Are we going to do predictions now? Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm good. I mean, I'm ready Is for predictions. More? Yeah. No, we can do predictions. Okay. Do you want to do yours? Sure. Go. Well, <laughs> then I will. Uh, okay, so then I do. So one more caveat then, um, because you guys know this. Yep. Um. So has Jimmy met Walter yet? Um, in the like flashbacks of this show. That's hard like, to has say. It, like has yes. it caught up to Breaking Bad, I guess is my question. I mean like, because obviously there's two parts of the show. It's right. like the present, which is the after Breaking Bad stuff. And then there's the past. And this past that we saw in this episode was obviously way, like, way before, before he wasn't even Saul Goodman. He was Jimmy McGill. Yeah. There is times it, it I don't know if yeah. Well, they've had they've had scenes where like when he first meets him in Breaking Bad, um, and they like pay him money to like make him be their lawyer kind of thing. Like that scene has happened in the show. Yeah, Jimmy hasn't seen that, but yeah, they they kind of replay the first scene where Jimmy meets okay uh, Walter and Jesse. Jimmy, yeah. I haven't seen yeah yeah Jimmy meet, but he's <laughs> but he's Saul at that point. He is yeah. Saul at that point. Yeah, yeah. But they, oh, interesting. Yeah, so, it's, so, it's interesting. So in Better Call Saul, the the flashbacks have caught up to Saul. Yeah, there's flashbacks to Breaking Bad times. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So the prediction is <laughs> Walter cameo. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. a yeah, that's totally possible. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. I think he's been in the show like once, twice. Yeah, in one episode. In a like, couple scenes in one episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Walter okay. White's been in the show for maybe five minutes total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesse Pinkman was in it Great. a couple times, too. Mm-hmm. So, But that, okay. I mean, this is the end, so who who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first one, is, or my second one is a funeral. Um, I'm assuming Saul dies, just because that's my, like, Breaking Bad tie-in. That's how Vince Gilligan ends That's shows. how you do it. Yeah. To be to him. be clear, the prediction is funeral. Prediction is funeral. Got it. Okay. Um, I had a, <laughs> I came up with a couple extra just in case some of these <laughs> weren't gonna pan out. Um, so now I have to make a decision. So, number three, I think Saul watches his VHS again at some point okay. from the from the first from episode the from okay. Uno. Um, I'll go with that one and then I'll go with Jimmy teaches a lesson 
So in this first episode, he is like a sit down with the skateboarders and he's telling them about like how he's, he's good at this like grifting business because when he was a kid, they called him slipping Jimmy and he used to go out in the winter of Iowa or Michigan or Ohio. Where was it? (laughs) Wherever it was. And like get and do this like slip thing and, and, uh, get people to pay him money. And mm-hmm. he's like, but he turns it into a whole story, a whole lesson. So Jimmy teaches a lesson. Like teaching parables. Or Saul, <laughs> I guess, at this point. Yeah. Cool. All right. I want to go because I feel like Joe's are going to be very interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. So number one, um, I don't know why, but I think we get a glimpse into like Saul's court case. I think potentially. Like his own trial? Like he's like on trial. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. He's uh not been like apprehended oh, or any like you know he's mm-hmm. like still like fr- a free man currently mm-hmm. going into this finale. I'll be so mad. One of the ones I didn't use was was Saul wins a court case, and if he's in his trial and he wins it, I'd be so mm, pissed. He wins his own. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, I think Kim dies. Okay. Mm. Kim possible. I, th- I was gonna go real dark, and I was gonna say Kim commits suicide. Mm. Uh, I like it, but I won't but be a little bit more broader. But just yeah. in case, uh, I, I think that's how she dies. <laughs> Vince Gilligan didn't write it, so maybe not. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, number three, Jimmy. You think we're gonna see Walter White? Yeah, I think we're gonna see Skylar White. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I hate Skylar White. Skylar. <laughs> i hope i'm wrong um let's get all the whites in there and then jimmy (laughs) fun enough number four you said something about the vhs yeah and my vhs especially since um they've been doing the the intro sequence has like been like a vhs kind of blue screen with the noise recently i think the something about like jimmy like basically the smoking gun yeah for him is comes in the form of a vhs of a VHS. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I think there's some, somehow he gets like screwed because of a VHS. Like that's a smoking gun. I like that. I'm into it. All right. Cool. I had a fifth one. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a joke one, but it was Haley Ermintrout finally gets money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike's Mike's niece. I'm sure. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> his, his granddaughter. Yeah. His granddaughter. Yeah. Okay. His granddaughter. He, uh, he keeps trying to get in Breaking Bad. He tries to put a ton mm. of money away, but then like the DEA seizes it. And then mm. I think he does it again. Mm. He tries it in Better Call Saul also mm. at some point a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's just leading up. It's to just leading up to that. But either way, oh, it's okay. just like a it's like a thing with Mike. He keeps trying to do it <laughs> and it keeps getting taken away. Yeah. So nice. my fifth one, my un, like unofficial fifth one is Haley finally gets some money. <laughs> he gets a little bit of money. Yeah. Okay. But I will take a point if she gets money. Um, my first prediction, well, actually my first first prediction, but I've removed it now. Um, I was going to predict that uh, Jimmy's going to get zero points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, that'd be a good bet. Yeah, just because <laughs> after watching the first episode, I'm just like, there's no way a lot of these people are gone. Like, um, But you made some pretty good predictions. Yeah, I they're think, pretty solid. So I took that out. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but now... Um, you know who we hate more than Skylar White? Mm. Marie Schrader is back. Oh, man. <laughs> Uncle Hank's wife. 
Um, Uncle Hank. I think I like her more than Skyler White. <laughs> uh, yes, I think Marie is back. Um, so Saul, whose original name is Jimmy McGill, who in the future um, like timeline is now going by Gene Takovic. What? Yeah, because he assumed a different identity. Okay. Um, that was another one of my extras was Saul still on the lamb. Mm. Damn Could it. Be. Um, so I think Saul Jimmy Gene um, now goes by the name Victor. I think he's just assumed another alias in whatever he's <laughs> doing. Victor. Yeah. I, I think I think he goes to jail. That's not one of my predictions, but I think he does go to jail. And I my bet is that while he's in prison now, he's like, yeah, just call me Victor. Okay. All right. Um, Love it. Yeah. Is he Victor or is he going Russian? He's Victor. <laughs> just Victor. Okay. Um, uh, my third one is I think that there is a uh, musical montage. And by that, I just mean that there is a montage sequence with some sort of um, song playing over it. Okay. Not it's like not a, like Jimmy not like a singing. Bollywood. Not no, no, no. Along. <laughs> That'd be no, dope. Just a musical montage. <laughs> it's kind of a trope that's been done in a lot of uh, Better Call Saul episodes. They do a good job with that. And I hope they do one more. Um, and then my last prediction is that, so again, the the scenes post-Breaking Bad have been in black and white and everything before and even during Breaking Bad has been in color. Um, I think that we get, I think that the color comes back. So I think mm. in the scenes after Breaking Bad and even after the stuff that we've seen with Gene at the Cinnabon, um, somehow something triggers the color to come back and now Ooh. the scenes are in full color like pleasantville yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, jeff daniels <laughs> is going to be involved exactly to- toby mcguire the tobes the tobes himself who else, who, <laughs> reese witherspoon is she in that movie yeah that's her. I like that you're like there's a main character in this movie that i feel like you haven't said yet oh isn't uh isn't isn't h what's his william h macy uh, uh, william h macy that's is not that who, who I was talking no, about. No, it's not who I was thinking. <laughs> um, the guy, the cowboy guy, Toby, right? though? Who's the, the um, Ben, what? No. Ben What's Affleck. His? No. Affleck. He's, a, he's a Ben uh, Frazier. Frazier? Ben. Brendan Frazier. Brendan Frazier? Isn't he in no. Pleasantville? I don't think so. I think he's in Pleasantville. Are you thinking of Toby Maguire? Toby Maguire, I think you're thinking of. But the guy who plays the, um, he needs more cowbell. Kelsey Grammer? He's, he talks weird. Christopher Walken. Oh. Isn't he like a weird like TV repairman or something in that movie? Yeah, maybe. I think he's like the magical guy that like sets up the TV for them. Why did huh. I think Brendan Fraser was in Smallville? I don't. Or Pleasantville. <laughs> he might be in Smallville. So so this show just turns into Smallville. Perfect. Yep. Oh, God. He's Superman now. <laughs> yeah. Saul Goodman, Superman yeah. now. Doing everything he can. <laughs> Holding on to what he am. Somebody say. Pretend Remy Zero probably doesn't make much money anymore, Jimmy. Don't let him sue us. <laughs> um, mm. All right. Well, so the finale of Saul, uh, better call Saul. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called Saul Gone. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Funeral. Funeral. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, all right. Mm. We're going to watch it for the very first time ever. Excited, Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe's excited. Jimmy, excited? I am excited. All right. That's good. Okay, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, are we gonna pep talk? We're we gonna do more rusty spoons or whatever they called. I think so. All right, you guys empty. I'm Give empty. Give me that spoon. All right. Is it what are they called? 
Rusty, rusty nail. 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 That was close. Yeah. All right, we're going to make some rusty nails and watch the finale, and we'll be back after that. All right, we're back from the finale of Better Call Saul. It was called Saul Gone. Jimmy, got to write it. Nice. Yeah. So, um, the way the Wikipedia lays it out, it's a little funky. So I'm just going to start where it starts. And that is that there are three flashbacks in this episode and the rest of it is present day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it just explains that first. And, uh, the first flashback is with Mike and they're like in the desert after yeah. something happened it it flashes back to the the bagman episode where saul had to go pick up money for the cartel and him and mike get lost in the desert yeah and then they they saul asks him what he would do if he had a time machine mm-hmm. and then the next one is walter the, he's with walter white mm-hmm. in like a basement somewhere yeah this is like we never saw this in the show Right, we never saw any of this. I think we might have seen like a clip of them, because it's this is the basement where they're staying yeah. after they go to the vacuum guy. The vacuum guy helps them get new identities, and so like this is right before so hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So right they're in like they the transition period of they're in hiding okay. until he drives them to mm-hmm. like go like this is your this is your new name and this is your life. Don't do anything else besides yeah. this. Gotcha. So then. Jimmy or Saul, whomever, asks Walter about the time machine thing, and he's like, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you're, let, you're asking me about regrets. Let's talk about that. And they do. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is with his brother Chuck, and that one lost me a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed like they were trying to make, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Was Did that tie anything up? Or they what they was flashback. That? Well... I want to stick to plot for now and then come back to the Okay, things. fair. But, but to explain that scene, it was in the first episode, they show a scene where Saul is, um, you know, bringing over groceries to Chuck, refilling his cooler, mm-hmm. etc. cetera, um, because Chuck is, again, living in his house without electricity because mm-hmm. uh, of his allergy. Um, to electricity. W- whereas in that pilot, it seems like he's been doing that for a while. This flashback, it seems like this is one of the first times that he had done oh, it to okay. check in on Chuck. Um, and because Chuck was saying like, you don't have to do this. I could just hire someone. And Jimmy says, well, like I want to do it. Yeah. And, like you would do it for me. Um, and he, again, they don't talk about the time machine. Right. They more of talk about like, um, Chuck says something like you can always change direction. Um, and Jimmy says, well, like you never did. And then yeah. they pan over to like the counter and on the counter, uh, is like, I guess Chuck is reading HG Wells, the time machine. Yeah. Classic. Mm hmm great yeah so that explains all that Mm -hmm. (laughs) then in the present uh he's going by gene now yeah gene takovic that was the name given to him when he oh yeah when he got a new identity by the vacuuman the vacuuman the vacuuman um yeah he gets caught like right away (laughs) yeah when carol burnett turns him in yeah if you had seen the show at the very end of the previous episode um this woman that he had befriended essentially finds out who he is and calls the cops on him. And so he runs out the door and that's the end of the episode. And then in this, in this episode, he gets caught pretty quickly. 
<laughs> I think I had thought that he was going to be on the run for a little bit longer. Yeah, he immediately nope. got caught. He hid in a dumpster, and I was like, just sitting there for like three hours. Mm-hmm. But he, but he, got he got he crawled into that dumpster a little too late, mm-hmm. and the cops caught him. Um, yeah. So then from there, he's like, he's facing like 190 years. They offer him a deal of 30 years, and then he he convinces uh, the U.S. attorney. Um, that he could influence a jury into deadlock by portraying himself as a victim of Walter. Um, and so they negotiate down to a seven and a half year sentence. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of concessions with that seven yeah. and a half year. It's like, he wants to be sent to there like was 19 that they agreed on concessions. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he wanted a 20th, which is a, like a, pint of ice cream every yeah friday. pint of ice cream every friday and like before that he like had worked out that he was going to get sent to like the um you swanky know the, jail yeah the swanky made off jail that they have like a golf club there <laughs> yeah i suppose if you're the lawyer for long enough you, you learn where are these uh where about these the way the prison systems mm-hmm. are i feel like when you're the kind of lawyer he is you know which jail you want to go to eventually mm-hmm <laughs> That's a, that's a fair point. You got to plan a little bit. Um, so I don't know if the like Cheryl stuff matters that much. Um, Cheryl. Oh, that's Howard's wife. Yeah. Howard's um, widow Cheryl. The, sh- the long and short of that is that um, he, Saul tries to sell to um the prosecutors one more thing about like giving some information about Howard Hamlin's death. Uh, but the prosecutors say that's not, that doesn't work for us because oh, right. your ex Kim Wexler had already given us all the info on that. Right. So he, at that point, that's the cue for him to know that Kim gave herself up essentially. Yeah. Um, and she went and like atoned for her crimes. Yeah. Um, so what's the next? Did thing we know say? that in the show? Had it, you seen that? Yes, we we yeah, saw that. You did see that. Okay, that was like left field. Mm-hmm. So then about that, uh, like the lawyer now whose name I'm, I've already forgotten, who's helping Saul? Saul's Jean. lawyer. Oh, Oakley. Oakley. Yeah, Bill thank Oakley. you. Yeah. He lets him know that Cheryl might have a civil suit against Kim, even though like there's no evidence or whatever. Right. She right. Mm-hmm. Be able to file a suit. Um, so then Saul like gives them a load of bull that he's like got more that he's going to say about yeah, her. He makes it seem like that Kim's in trouble. Yeah. And that he's got more info that he's going to give up on Kim. So then she shows up at his sentencing, mm-hmm. um, where Saul admits he lied just to get her in the room to personally witness uh, what he has to say. He confesses to he confesses to willingly participating in Walter's schemes and admits his role in Chuck's suicide before declaring himself by his real name, James McGill. Jimmy is sentenced to 86 years in federal prison where he is revered by fellow inmates who recognize him as Saul. Kim visits him and over a cigarette discusses how his testimony affected his plea deal. Jimmy jokingly suggests with good behavior, who knows? (laughs) Yeah. 86 years. (laughs) (laughs) 
As Kim departs, she sees Jimmy in the prison yard who shoots her with finger guns. Mm-hmm. Pew, pew. And she leaves. Yeah, so that that whole courtroom scene is kind of the the big, like, blow-off scene because it's, like, it's supposed to be just, like, a... Um, they've already worked out the deal. This is just kind of a formality. Right. Um, but he flips it all around and, like, instead confesses to everything even yeah. stuff that his lawyer says like that wasn't a crime <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah so everybody in the courtroom is like what the fuck's going on um because he's just like going against whatever was in the plea deal and it's just like yeah i helped walter like it was because of me and like mm-hmm. uh, that's something that they I felt like they tried to hammer in um with their flashbacks in the past few episodes to breaking bad times was that like how integral Saul was to making Walter mm. White who he was that like seems like Walt meeting Saul was kind of a turning point where he went from just you small know, fry. Yeah, small fry guy who can, you know, cook mm. meth real well to all of a sudden like crime lord. <laughs> I mean Hmm. basically because of Saul he met Gus right yeah you uh-huh. know, so I mean it, it's true but mm-hmm. hmm. so yeah so that's that's the big piece and yeah he instead of taking his seven and a half year deal you know he's essentially in, in prison for the rest of his life um, but he got to hmm. confess to everything um, and, and it was essentially for like Kim right like he made a big deal of luring Kim out to the trial because he wanted her to hear this. Um, and as much as it was for him to confess to all this stuff, it was for her, for her too. Yeah. Well, he finally, did he finally decide to take a different path? Yeah. And I, I think that's, oh. it goes back to like why we have these flashbacks. Like, yeah. like a, like, of like uh, not surprised that we're going to get a flashback with Mike and Chuck and Walter White because like those aside from Saul and Kim, like those are kind of the stars of this like whole breaking bad universe Mm. Um, with Mike being in both shows, Chuck being a big part of the first few seasons of yeah. First three. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's a little fan servicey to go, Oh yeah, we're going to bring these guys back for the finale of course, but they make, um like a thematic point it's, of it yeah it's serving a purpose it's yeah it's and it, and it builds up in the, in the first conversation it's just about time machine and like what would you do if you had a time machine and Saul just talks about like you know investing in Brookshire Hathaway yeah that's all just about money but that's just the setup because then it goes into talking about he talks to Walt about the regrets mm-hmm. and even at that point um yeah it's pretty superficial Saul, yeah Saul says oh yeah one time I slipped during one of my scams, and like I hurt myself pretty bad, messed up my knee. Yeah, <laughs> wish I would have hurt, hurt myself. I hurt myself. Yeah, right. Not any, not any sort and of guilt or like, anything. So you've always been like this. Yeah, uh-huh. and they did like a specific like shot on Walter when they did that. It was <laughs> yeah. very interesting. Um, and then the third one was with his brother, and again, not really talking about regrets, but but talking about changing your path. Yeah. And so if, to me, it feels like that ties in thematically with like how the ending one is like he didn't um you know for so long he's been slipping jimmy in that not he's a guy that slips and falls on ice but he is able to get out of whatever situation because he's a lawyer and he's smart enough right to get out of whatever situation gets in 
Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, he like you know stands up, faces music, and it, I think the message is that he doesn't regret anything. He doesn't have any regrets, and that's why when he talks to these other guys about time machine or regrets, it's all just like dumb stuff because he he truly doesn't regret every, anything. He loved what all the bad shit that he was doing. Hmm. Um, but he does. There is a part of him that that feels like he is guilty for that, and there mm-hmm. there is, you know, he deserves the 86 years and whatever was coming to him, even, even if he wouldn't necessarily change what he mm. did. Interesting. So he's not necessarily changing direction in terms of uh, going back to be a better person, but, <laughs> but he, but he knows. Yeah. He knows who he is. Yeah. Um, and he knows that there, that he deserves, you know, prison. Hmm. It's not my problem. It's society's problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's an inter- interesting way to end the show um, with Saul, A, going to jail because nobody in fucking Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, goes to jail. Everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, flames out. <laughs> yeah. Burns too bright. This is, I feel like this is the only major character that like goes to prison. I mean, Jesse gets out, right? Yeah, Jesse like escapes. Yeah. Does he go to Alaska? Did he end up? He ends up Alaska? in Alaska. Yeah. yeah, with a new oh. identity. Kim, I guess, also gets out in that she just she's not in jail. She confessed to her crimes, but she's not in jail. Right. I mean, yeah. in all fairness, Currently. she did pretty minor things for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, and then, relatively. Mm-hmm. And then just was next to Jimmy when the bad stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, he's the one guy to go to jail, and we see someone. I mean, there's a lot of justice in this universe, but like this felt different because it felt like he had a choice. Um, I like, mean, he could have had seven years. Yeah, he could have had right. seven years and could have got off and relatively scot-free. Yeah. And had a pretty solid, easy seven years, I bet. Yeah. Probably been out in six. Probably a better seven years than working as the manager at Cinnabon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. No offense to Cinnabon, right. but like... You know, it seems like he would have been taken care of and not watching over his shoulder to see if, like, the cops are going to catch him. Probably could have hung out with, like, Rudy Giuliani in a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Um, God. But, yeah, he could have got out, but he got his judgment and he chose it himself. Um, yeah. Which is an interesting way to end a show, I think. Yeah, it is interesting. It's... um. Yeah, I don't think I. I think I agree with you fully that he had like basically no regrets. Like mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I did all this. This is, and I would do it all again. Yeah, mm-hmm. like almost one hundred percent with a heartbeat. Um, part of me thinks maybe he is like, ex- you know, I did it. I'll serve the time. I did it. Mm-hmm. But also, part of me just thinks he's like, well, I I ba- like almost like that he did it all in front of Kim. Yeah. And then she also visited him at the end too, but he did it all in front of her. And I almost think he didn't necessarily do it all to just be like, I did it. I deserve the time. I'll just go back to it. But mm-hmm. it was almost more like uh, you're like the only person I care about. And I just want you to know that like, I'm like fessing up. Yeah. yeah. In a way, like it wasn't as much in my mind. Like uh, he was like, I should just, serve 90 years in mm-hmm. prison he's like but i want you to know that i'm just like accepting responsibility I want yeah. you to know that i know 
that yeah. I deserve this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously, all, that was a big part of it. It's her it's all, being there for the reconciliation. It's all mm-hmm. the same. Like if Kim was dead, I bet he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. He would have taken seven years. Mm-hmm. Like that's my yeah, that's kept on that's my away. envisioning is if like Kim was like somehow not alive in this universe anymore, mm-hmm. he would have been like seven years. Cool, let's go. Yeah. So I think her being around had a a big deal with that. Almost like. She's not necessarily his moral compass, but mm-hmm. she's uh, somebody that he thinks he needs to. Yeah, there's something about he wants to show her that he is taking responsibility this time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Because there Softy. were, you know, through their schemes, um, he would kind of just slip his way out and not necessarily own up if he made a mistake or something. It's just sort of like... Well, yeah, it, for the most part in the show, right? He, like, she didn't really know what he was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would just kind of slip by and she would never know. And this is, like, obviously this is the one thing she was, like, obviously super involved in. Mm-hmm. Knew everything that happened. And yeah. then and then caught him. And so this is the one thing that he's, like, she knows. Yeah. And so now since she knows, I have to, like, own up to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like another, like, bigger picture thing is that, like, he... We talked about this in the in-between about how they both, Walt and Saul, both want respect, but Walt wants it in a way that, like, he wants his respect and he wants people to be afraid of him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Jimmy wants his respect and he wants people to love him. And, like, by confessing to the crimes, he kind of becomes a legend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gets to say that, nope, it wasn't Walt that was you know, coaxing me into doing all this stuff. I did it because I'm, you know, a fucking brilliant criminal lawyer. Yeah. And Walt wouldn't be Walt without me. Mm-hmm. If he can't That's get away with turn. it, then he wants to be loved for it. Yeah. And he was by the inmates at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah was. the, that wasn't mentioned in the thing, but there's a small scene where he's like riding on the like inmate bus to the prison. Um, and he's recognized by the other inmates. It's like, Hey, you're better call, better call Saul. And he's kind of denying it, but they're like, no, mm-hmm. no, you are. And they just start like chanting his name or the yeah, chanting his chanting better slogan, Saul. better call Saul. And like, you can kind of see there's like a little smile coming from him. And he's like, yeah. I'm fucking notorious. Yeah. I thought for a second that he was going to be like, like Kingpin, like, like from the, like running the place from the jail. Yeah. I kind of thought town. so too, <laughs> that, you know, he'd be like giving legal advice and stuff or, Oh yeah. But I mean, he did, they show a part where he's working in the in the kitchen in the prison and he seems to have a lot of friends he's using a cinnabon expertise to make prison bread <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. in prison bread loaves yeah learned how to bake he like you know he gets called out of all out of um his shift and someone's just like oh yeah i'll cover for you Saul. and like you know he like fist pounds someone on the way yeah, out seemed to pr- like seem pretty chummy yeah he's got a lot of friends <laughs> he's a charming guy yeah, no, I feel like when lawyers go to jail, they probably don't. People don't really like them. But when, yeah, yeah, right. But when Saul <laughs> goes to jail, uh, I don't think anyone was mad about that. Mm-hmm. Well, like the inmates were like, "You ain't no narc, bro." Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'll just say I love Jimmy, and I'm afraid of Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job. Known. All right. So Gould. I think I think they did it. They yeah. did it. It was um, uh, just oh, the last thing I'd say is like it's a very satisfying ending and also just like not uh, a very different ending I'd say from like what you would typically from expect from a TV show. I mean, just like the last few episodes being in mostly black and white, like that's 
mm-hmm. wild. Um, like Jimmy, you hadn't seen the last, or you'd only seen the first and last now, but like mm-hmm. there was a point in season six, like four or five episodes back where I was just like, well, they wrapped up everything. So like, what are they going to do for four more episodes? Oh, interesting. Um, and then they went black and white present for yeah, and then they the went majority. Black and white. And then, yeah, opened up new plot points from there. So it really just kind of, um, it, it, it was a whole nother way of like, you, I didn't really know what to expect for the ending. Whereas in, in Breaking Bad, you kind of know, like, you know, there's these bad guys out there. Walter's going to come back and go after these bad guys. Sure. Um, in this one, it's just, it's just Jimmy. It's just Saul. Like there's no other like bad guys out there. There's no other loose hmm. ends. It's just him and his guilt i guess <laughs> hmm. right well i mean in breaking bad a bunch of cops di- like dea they like they died mm-hmm. walter died all the bad guys died mm-hmm. and the only one that didn't die was jesse and he got away mm-hmm. yeah he just got out and then in this one Saul went to prison for 86 years mm-hmm. so jesse's doing a, a doing a dexter thing a, doing yeah lumberjack yeah. somewhere <laughs> yeah it was the... weird because mm-hmm. in el camino he did take a boat out into a storm <laughs> i that's what i assumed mm-hmm. yeah. but well, he took a, for that he took a lot of plastic rack with wrap with him so it'd be fine ah so i can murder people with dexter is the new dexter over <laughs> probably yeah i haven't seen any of that um Check it out. i enjoyed this yeah it was pretty good. Way to go, VG and uh, PG. PG. <laughs> that... <laughs> Way to go, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, write another show that's good. Yeah, do it. I'll I'd be lo- there. I'd love to. I'd love to have something as enthralling as Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul that is completely different. Mm-hmm. Be interesting if they could make another banger. Mm-hmm. Um. Should we see how we did in predictions? Yeah. All right. Jimmy, you went first. Yeah. By the way, it looks like uh, that new Dexter was just like a mini series and it's. Oh, okay. It's mm-hmm. 10 episodes and looks like it's done. Sweet. But I'll check it out. Um, So I said I thought there'd be a funeral. I was assuming it'd be Saul. There was no funeral. I said Walter cameo. Did yeah. get some Walter. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Um. I thought Jimmy was going to teach a lesson. He kind of he kind of taught a lot of lessons. But I don't really know if I can if I can <laughs> I don't know if I have the energy to argue for that one. <laughs> um and then I thought Saul was maybe going to have a little um little bookend watching his VHS ads but didn't get to see him didn't get to bring him with, to prison maybe. Mm. I don't know. I also thought he was going to win his court case, and I'd argue that <laughs> he tanked that pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, pretty incredible. So one, I I would have let you argue that he won it if he would have stuck with seven years. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you know, if he, yeah. Well, I mean, he got what he wanted, so he did it to himself. <laughs> he <laughs> had full yeah. awareness. <laughs> Saul, so, huh? so huh? yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying. You got one point. One point. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Um, well, my number one is I think the only point I got, which is basically Saul's court case. Mm-hmm. I mean, we pretty much saw his whole 
uh, trial without peers. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. went. To, never went to a court of his uh, his peers. No. So, but we got that one. I said Kim dies. She uh, she seems like the only one that got out unscathed. Yeah. Well, so far physically, <laughs> mentally, she's probably a horrible wreck. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> it's gonna be a difficult life. <laughs> Uh, number three, I said Skylar White. It's probably the only person that wasn't in this show. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Mm. God. <laughs> so not her. Uh, and couldn't, then couldn't make it. She had some conflicts. Yeah, she was busy. Some shooting conflicts. What the hell is she doing? Uh, this she had some Apple show. Anyway, whatever. Keep going. Uh, and then I said I thought that like Saul's like smoking gun was gonna come in the form of a VHS, but. That was not the case. Mm-hmm. He was his. He was his gun. own smoking gun in, <laughs> in general. My fifth hidden one was uh, Haley Erman Trout. Mike's granddaughter was finally going to get her money. But <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> over, so. not I out. just wanted to get them all down. But I'll take my one point. DA's got that money. Yeah. Um. Uh, my first one is uh. You know, I was pretty excited when this one showed up because Marie <laughs> Schrader was back. She was back with like authority too. Yeah, she had a speech and everything. Yeah. Pretty wild. Um <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, out of all the characters to bring back, Marie. just that one. Okay. Um I had that Saul goes by Victor, uh which is not true. It looks like he's retaking his birth name, James McGill. He wanted to do when he was in court, he was like, It's I'm going back to Jimmy. And yeah. then in the it, but then in the prison they were like Saul. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. They Saul. did not give a <laughs> shit. And he's like, Call me Jimmy, like, no, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um so yeah, no point for that. I had a musical montage, which there was a like a licensed song when he was like entering oh, yeah. the court, but it wasn't a montage. Oh, so, sure. So no point for that. Um, and then my last one was that the color comes back, um, which they mm. did do an interesting thing with the color where, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like when they were lighting the cigarette in the... Um, in the jail sequence with Kim, like the, the lighter, the flame from the lighter, and then the embers on the cigarette were in color. I guess I do know. I did notice that literally now that you said mm-hmm. that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a little, um, like Sin City, like just that yeah. piece of color. Back to Pleasantville. Noir. Um, but yeah, no, it, they didn't bring it back Pleasantville style. Yeah. Which I think that, I think there's some symbolism in that, that like, you know, their world is muted in black and white now. Um, now that all the fun is done, but like there's still a little bit of ember that there's still like a little bit of mm. maybe some love between Kimmy and or Kim and Jimmy. Go Kimmy. Mm. Kimmy and Jimmy. That's uh yeah, they Kim used to Jim. just I mean they did in the first episode where they like, smoked outside. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so they, they did would, that in the first they would do mm-hmm. that throughout the show. Mm-hmm. That was a fun callback. So one point, one point for Marie. Ooh, one's onesies. all, one's mm-hmm. all around. Well. Better call skull scored a ten. We all scored one. <laughs> Did it again, Bob. Bob has looked the same to me for yeah. like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> the same kind of hairline. I mean, he had like two, three different hairlines in this episode alone. Sure, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. He's cr- he's crushing it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's crushing it. Um all right everybody, listeners, we're uh we're finished. That's going to do it for Better Call Saul. Thank you for sticking with us. 
If you want to send us some show suggestions or get a hold of us for whatever reason, you can at FNL Podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. We got like a Facebook and an Instagram too. Same thing, FNL Podcast. Um, that's I, that's just it. That's it for the week. Um, you know, uh, it's all good, man. See you later.